Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Long Live Hollywood Podcast. My name is Aaron. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. God bless you all. Welcome, 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 welcome. How we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Hopefully, hopefully everything is well. Hopefully we, we are we are somewhat happy in these uh, inflation times. Peace and love, people. Peace and love. All right. Let's get into it. Let me grab my black marker. Go to my whiteboard here. Let's begin. Episode 49 starts right now. All right. Let's get into the D23 stuff. I have a few trailers that I want to highlight. Okay, here we go. Starting off with Secret Invasion, this trailer looks good, guys. I'm not the biggest MCU fan. Um, what I mean by that is I'm really burnt out when it comes to the Avengers stuff. I want to see some X-Men. Give me some Wolverine. Give me some Gambit. Give me some Storm. Give me some X-Men. I'm kind of done with the Avengers as of right now. But this trailer looks really good. And it doesn't look good in a comic book adaptation way. It doesn't present itself as a comic book adaptation, not exclusively, not in a MCU way. It looks like a a action thriller, you know, it has almost a different identity. And that's what I love. I love that Marvel is doing this. You go back to Shang-Chi, that, that's more like a kung fu movie than a than a comic book movie. I love that. I like how they're playing with different genres like that. That's what this looks like. This looks like an action thriller. This looks good. I love this. It doesn't look over the top. It doesn't look CGI heavy. It looks Benji. Uh, we got Amelia Clark and Olivia Coleman, two really good actresses, uh, a part of this show. And I hope they get all the screen time in the world. These actresses are great. And I hope that their characters are cool you know i hope that they have a place in this show and i hope marvel isn't using these two actresses to product push the show you know publicity if you will hey secret invasion is going to have olivia coleman and amelia clark guys now watch it i hope it's not anything like that secret invasion seems to be very serious tone wise very serious show hopefully what we see is what we get usually when it comes to these marvel these uh marvel mcu movies you know it's a lot of a lot of jokes a lot of corniness hopefully hopefully they pull back on all that kind of crap and give us something a little bit more serious here we got don cheeto here who plays james rhodes we have uh martin freeman who played Everett K. Ross in Black Panther. We got these two guys here. Secret Invasion is looking pretty cool, guys. I'm watching. I'm excited. Very excited. With all that being said, Secret Invasion comes out next year on Disney Plus 2023. Next year, guys. Next up, we have Werewolf by Night. This looks cool as well. I love the uh, black and white cinematography, 1950s style. Uh, is, is it 1950s black and white TV? Is that is that the 50s or 40s? 
I don't know. I love the black and white. Okay. Let's see. I don't know anyone from the cast here. This entire cast, I don't know who anyone is. Uh, let's see. Uh, Laura Donnelly. She sounds familiar. Um, I- I'm pulling her up right now. She kind of is that Jessica Jones? No, that's a different actress. Oh, she was on The Nevers, an HBO Max exclusive show called The Nevers. I've seen the first two episodes of The Nevers. Okay. Okay, so we got Laura Donnelly, uh, Harriet Sampson Harris, Kirk R. Thatcher, Al Hampshire, Gil Garcia Bernal, Eugene Berdurant, and Leonardo Nam. Never heard of these people. Laura Donnelly is the only one that, that rings a bell. Everyone else, I have no idea. Really simple story, which I love. You don't have to get too creative with this. You know, movies and television from the 50s, stories were simple. The story here is there's these hunters, six, seven, eight hunters, and one of them is the monster. So they got to figure out which one of them is the monster. And, you know, it's kind of like Scream, right? One of them is the killer, and you don't really know who it is until the end of the movie. It seems like it's that kind of story here i think it's awesome i love it this looks very entertaining very suspenseful a lot of twists and turns you know you have to really pay attention to what's going on uh you don't know who the killer is so you have to pay attention pay attention people usually when it comes to these kind of stories i'm really good at calling out the killer really good So uh, that may not be a problem for me. <laughs> I'm not even bragging. I'm really good at these uh, who, who you know who's the killer type stories. Really good. Werewolf by Night comes out next month, October 7th. Next month, which is right around the corner. Can't wait. Okay, Uh, next trailer and final trailer, Little Mermaid. So a few things that jump out to me right away. Beautiful trailer. Uh, Number one would be the animals. They look very realistic. You know, your your fish, your your sea turtles, the animals in general. It looks like they're going for realism when it comes to the animals. They don't look fake. And towards the end of the trailer where we see Ariel swim swim up to the top, we see a very small, brief glimpse of Flounder. And who who is Ariel's best friend, obviously. Flounder looks like an actual flounder, something that you would see, which something that you would find in the ocean, an actual flounder. He doesn't look animated. You know, he doesn't look super yellow with the blue stripes like in the classic they're not going for that it looks like they're going for realism bottom line this movie does not look like a live action cartoon something like pinocchio and i think that's a good thing sometimes it's hard to blend the two together you look at pinocchio you look at uh uh tom hanks in the movie tom hanks is a live action real person who has a pet cat who is cgi and the cat is obviously CGI. It's so obvious that it's distracting. 
Just wanted to put that out there. Another thing that I like about this teaser is the way that they're constantly teasing the reveal of Ariel. You never get a good look at Ariel. You may get a small glimpse of Ariel, but then she swims away. She does that throughout the entire teaser. That's very clever. That's the nature of teasers, right? Is teasing. We do see the sunken ship, which is a very iconic moment. That's when Ariel finds the dinner fork, the dingle hopper, as Scuttle calls it from the classic. I believe at this point, when she finds the fork and puts it into her pouch, right? That's when the shark comes out. Ariel, flounder, will you relax? Nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> boy was that so intense my goodness disney was so intense back in the day crazy and then we finally get the reveal of Haley bailey as ariel what's very fascinating here is the way that they revealed her they revealed her singing singing i say this because i will say probably hands down probably hands down ariel the classic from the animation ariel has the prettiest singing voice out of all of the disney princesses she beats out cinderella uh bell uh pretty much everybody does she have the best voice I don't know, but does she have the prettiest voice, the most feminine voice out of everybody? I think she does. And going back to Haley, and going back to Haley Bailey, obviously she doesn't sound exactly like Ariel, but the tone of her voice, the the beauty of her voice, the femininity of her voice is very similar. Haley Bailey's voice is beautiful, very beautiful. I have never heard this woman sing, and I was blown away. Very gorgeous. So at the end of the trailer, again, we saw the reveal of Haley Bailey as Ariel. And like I said, what's fascinating is her singing, right? They revealed her voice, what her singing voice sounds like. And it's very similar tone-wise, beauty-wise, to the original Ariel. So again, not only did we get the reveal of Haley Bailey as Ariel at the end of the teaser, we also got the reveal of Ariel's voice and how beautiful it's going to be. That's a good way to sell the movie. And uh, that's a and that's and that's pretty accurate to the original. Very beautiful voice. Great reveal. So The Little Mermaid comes out next year, May 26, 2023. Come on, Disney. This movie shouldn't suck. The animation is good, so this one should be good as well. It's very simple. Take the, take, take the classic, turn it live action, and put it on screen. That simple. Pinocchio had no business being garbage. Little Mermaid should not suck. 
Very simple. Easy work. Easy, easy, easy work. Come on, guys. Let's move on. Mufasa from The Lion King is getting his own prequel movie. How cool is that? This needs to happen. I'll explain. That story, coming up next. You know, I'm really excited here. I've always said for a long time, Mufasa needs his own movie. I've said this for a long, long time. Mufasa is so fascinating as a, as a character, as a, as a, uh, yeah, as a character, you know, like how did he become the lion that he is? You, you know, he's a very fascinating character. My biggest worry is the animation because I think it's safe to say, I'm not sure if I read it or not. I think it's safe to say that they're going to do the the realistic animation that they did with the previous live action Lion King. If they're going that real re- that realistic again, I have a problem with that. I don't like that kind of animation. It was way too realistic. It was distracting and it, I, I did not like it. So hopefully the Mufasa movie looks a lot more animated. That's what I'm hoping. Again, the first one looked a lot more documentary-ish. You know, you ever watch those those animal documentaries, right? And here we have the African lion. Look how he attacks the zebra. Very aggressive. And now we have the elephant. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Another thing that kind of worries me just a little bit is the inclusion of Timon. Now, hold on, guys. I like Timon. I like him as a character. And I like Pomba as well. But judging from the synopsis of this movie, this movie seems to be a lot more emotional, a lot more dramatic. You know, it, it seems to be something something dramatic, you know? You know what I mean? Something a lot more dramatic. And adding Timon and Pomba in a movie like this, that just kind of seems like fan service. Does Timon really have a place in a movie like this? It it almost kind of seems unnecessary. You could argue that Lion King is equally dramatic. I mean, Simba lost his father. But it's something about Timon in this movie. This movie seems a bit different. When I go back to the article here and I read, um, although brief, the footage also included narration from Billy Etchner's Timon in a meta joke tag for the footage. Wait, wait, wait. Am I not in this movie? I don't feel seen. You know, reading that after reading the synopsis, that kind of took me out of it a little bit. You know, it took me out of the uh, out of the excitement. But we'll see what happens. Uh, Timon in this movie kind of kind of seems like fan service. Mufasa and Timon, they don't know each other. They're not friends. They've they've never met. Timon is here simply because of because of screen time. Fan service. Fan service, fan service, fan service. That is all. But all that being said, if they really want to do some Timon and Pomba backstory stuff here, don't have these characters take up significant screen time like they did in Lion King. You know, just dumb it down to an Easter egg. You know, like you're watching a scene like, oh, look, there's little Timon, little Pomba. And that's it, you know? Let's get back to Mufasa. Let's get back to Scar. Let's get back to young Sarabi. 
very brief. You saw Little Timon, Little Pumba, you know, like a like a Stanley cameo. That's it. Don't have these characters take massive screen time. They really don't have any business being here. But anyway, guys, ladies and gentlemen, those are my two biggest worries, the animation and Timon. But other than that, I'm in. I can't wait to see this. This movie needs to happen. This sounds awesome. This is a very necessary prequel that needs to happen from Disney. It's not a remake, which is good news for us, because if this was a live action adaptation of a classic, it would probably suck. You know, I'm not saying this movie is going to be amazing. It should, but it's not a remake. And if you look at Corella, Corella is not a remake. It's something on its own. And it's not a bad movie. It's not rewatchable. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, Corella is not rewatchable, but it's not terrible. It's fine. Mufasa releases into theaters on. Uh, where is the release date? Uh, July 5th, 2024. So you're telling me there was going to be a Forrest Gump 2. What would it be about? That story, next. So Forrest Gump 2 was going to be a thing at some point. What would it be about? I mean, you could you could technically do a Forrest Gump too. That doesn't mean you should. I read an article on Collider.com about Forrest Gump 2 and why the movie didn't happen. You know, Forrest Gump came out back in 1995. It's been 20 plus years, I would say. You know, it would be very interesting to see what Forrest would be up to 20 years later. But that doesn't mean it should happen. Forrest Gump 1 is enough. But all that being said, though, guys, let's say in a perfect scenario, let's say they got the right director, the right writers, the right actors, everything, right? Perfect. In a perfect scenario, what would Forrest Gump's life be 20 years later? Or 30 years later? 30, 35 years later? Sure, it sounds unnecessary and... In a way, it is. It is very unnecessary, I think. But on the other hand, that's that's kind of not a bad idea. Forrest Gump, too. Would Forrest be successful? Obviously, his son would be a grown man. Would uh, Forrest Gump remarry? Probably not. Well, I don't know. I think there's a lot of possibilities with Forrest Gump, too, but it's not something that we need to see, I think. It's not necessary. It's not uh, something that needs to happen, I think. In my head, Forrest Gump 2 looks really good, but in reality, I don't think we need to see that on screen. Or maybe, <laughs> I cannot believe I'm going back and forth with this. I can see a Forrest Gump too. Let me let me just put that out there. I can see a Forrest Gump too. If you go back to the first Forrest Gump, that movie was very political heavy, very American history heavy, right? If Forrest Gump 2 came out and it, it was set in 2022, or maybe not 2022, but 
definitely a much later year. There's a lot more American history to cover, a lot more politics to cover, a lot more that's going on in America, right? You literally have everything you need. It all comes down to the story. If, if you don't have a story to tell, don't make the movie. Simple as that. Forrest Gump 2 is not a movie that needs to happen. It can happen. It can but it doesn't need to happen. No. So, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. Alright. And episode 49 is done. That's all, folks. I have a grilled chicken salad in the refrigerator. It's quite delicious. I'm going to get into that. Can't wait. Got some ranch dressing. And some lemonade. What? Yeah. Just for me. That's all, folks. I have a grilled chicken salad in the refrigerator. It's quite delicious. I'm going to get into that. Can't wait. Got some ranch dressing. And some lemonade. What? Yeah. Just for me. Putting this episode together was quite a challenge. There's construction right in front of where I live. There's 15 different construction workers and they're rebuilding the road and they're loud. There's a lot of boom, 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 boom. All right, bring it down. There you go. Bring it down. Bring it down. I could not get any type of peace and quiet. <laughs> My God, they are loud and they work all night long. Dude, guys, go to bed. Go to bed. You're not going to be out here 10 a 10 at night talking about, all right, bring it in. Come on, bring it in. Yeah, good job, Tony. Bring it, drop it down, Tony. It's 9.30 at night, guys. Come on. I don't know about you guys, but I enjoy a peaceful night. I need my nights to be peaceful. I, I enjoy uh, lo-fi music, especially at night. A nice peaceful night with a little bit of rain you know what i'm saying i don't need construction i don't need hey come on come on no absolutely not guys come on go to bed let's call it a night guys we're not doing this okay i know it needs to be done but jesus christ <laughs> oh my god i can't i can't do this and sometimes they'll block you in, too. Like when you're trying to drive out to go somewhere, they would literally block the driveway for at least 20 to 30 minutes. So you have to plan it just right. I mean, I, I drove out one day to go to the library. I came back 15 minutes later, 20 minutes later, and I couldn't get back in. <laughs> I had to wait 20 minutes. So anyway, that's the situation at hand. It's very annoying. But, you know, these guys do a really good job. The roads are looking good. It's just they've made their way to where I live. <laughs> and now I'm blocked off. And now I'm suffering. This sucks. I have to go back to the library. Because when I went to the library, they didn't have my book. And they asked me, hey, hey, we can order it, you know, from another library. It'll be here in three days. And I said, OK, we'll do that. Now I have to plan out my drive again 
and another three days to pick up my book. So when the guys say, hey, uh, let's it's lunchtime, let's go to lunch. That's the time for me to go to the library. I have 15 minutes to do this. <laughs> it's a 15 minute window. I have to go to and from the library in under 15 minutes or else I'm blocked off for about 30 minutes. Fun times, people. Fun times. Once again, that is the end of the episode. If you enjoyed this episode and hopefully you enjoy this entire podcast, if so, do me a solid favor. Hit that follow button and hit that bell icon. So if you're on, for example, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon uh, thing, Amazon has something. Hit the follow button and hit the bell icon. So you'll be notified whenever I upload a an episode. Please and thank you. I appreciate that. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Long Live Hollywood podcast. My name is Aaron. Be safe out there. Love each other. Do nice things for each other. And good things will come to you. I promise you. Take care now. Bye bye.